0: Welcome to the Cavalier Podcast. I'm Matt Newton, joined by seniors Sarah and Brendan. And today's guest is everyone's favorite hallway DJ and arguably the queen of M-Hall, assistant principal Jennifer Klein. Ms. Klein, welcome to the podcast. Thank
1: you very much for having me.
0: So we um, always start with like a question of the day. Mm -hmm. Actually, before that, I heard that you had a little bit of a parking ticket today um, on your cart. Is that true?
1: I was I was um, parked in the wrong hallway.
0: Did you ever figure out who put it on there? Mm, no, I didn't. What not. are your guesses?
1: Um, so I have a couple guesses. Okay. One is probably Heather Hebner. Okay. <laughs> Miss Hebner has been known to ticket me. It's true. Mister um, Gibbs, because he likes a good prank, mm-hmm. and Miss Crouch is usually behind all of that.
0: So what if I told you mm-hmm. it was actually me? I, oh. <laughs>
1: I would say I'm surprised that that came from Little Newt.
0: With um, <laughs> with Mrs. Crouch's help, she, she helped me a little
1: bit. Oh, okay. So I, I, was, been, I was right. You were back right.
2: Yeah. You set her up a little
0: bit. Yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to use the stickers, though. Yeah. But they were gone. They are. So then I talked to her about it. And then as soon as I brought it up, she was so in. Oh, yeah. She was like more in than than I was. So it was funny.
1: I don't know if you know this or not, but I have actually a special parking spot in the main office that says Sunshine Parking. On yes. Fifty dollar fine. So when others. I went
0: in there, that's I was looking for your card in there. Yeah. So I had to I'm not going to lie to you. I stuck into your office <laughs> and then I ran out like literally I ran out. So anyways. But speaking of which, I thought yeah. it'd be fun to talk about. Right. What's your favorite M-Hall prank?
1: I think my favorite one was when we did pictures, bitmojis of Mr. Martin all down M Hall. Yes. Yeah. And in other opportune areas of the building. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was fun. And then uh, waited to see how long it would take everybody to notice.
0: Yep. That was fun.
1: That was a good one.
0: Um, all right. So we will start with the question of the day. And um, we've had some pretty fun ones. Usually I, I, I uh, bring these up with our classes mm-hmm. or my classes. And uh, this one's pretty random. Mm -hmm. Is cereal a soup? Absolutely not. Why not, though?
1: Um, Because cereal tends to be like grain-based and gritty and have chunks in it. Soup is not notoriously gritty or chunky when I think of soup. Soup usually have some uh, more watery consistency or smooth consistency. And um, I think it has to have some layer of vegetables in order to be considered soup. Okay. I think by like
3: definition, it's a soup. Because okay. it's some sort of solid floating in a liquid. Uh-huh. So it's like a sweet soup.
1: Yeah. Does it have to be hot? But could you
0: serve uh, it with
3: grilled
1: cheese?
2: Probably not. You could, but it just wouldn't it's, be it's like a dessert soup, kind yeah. of. It's not like soup's usually savory, but I don't know.
3: I wouldn't call it a soup on the daily,
1: but I guess by definition it'd be yeah. a soup.
2: Technically speaking. What well, do you think?
1: But with our lunch? I
2: I think it could be people, counted as a soup, technically.
1: Would um, our lunch people usually serve that under the category of the soup line?
3: Breakfast line, I guess. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah.
0: Breakfast soup. Interesting.
3: Breakfast soup. Yeah. Interesting.
0: This, this, you know, there was a lot of questions off of this. There was mm-hmm. a great philosophical debate that happened. Um, you don't have to answer this question, but you mm-hmm. can. Right. This is, so when we... Here's what happened. We we bring we tell I tell my classes who's coming on, then we right. we come up with the questions. Yeah, absolutely. And when they found out it was you, they had all kinds of interesting questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one of them was, what do you do with the things that you confiscate?
1: So we keep them, yeah. and um, obviously we have to keep things for yeah. like evidence or trainings or stuff like that. But then usually they're disposed of yeah. at the end of the year.
0: There you go. Hmm. Everyone in classes now they know. You know, yeah, um,
1: they're in a locked location, undisclosed location, um, because a lot of that stuff is not meant for public consumption. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I've heard some stories, but yeah. do we want to go to the next one, or are we ready to kind of jump in, or what?
3: I think we should do the next one.
0: Yeah. All right, you wanna ask it?
3: Yeah. What's your biggest fear? Um,
1: not doing my best every day. So I try to show up and give it my best, and make sure that people know that I care. My biggest fear is that a student would walk away thinking that we didn't care about them, that I didn't care about them.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's a, a common fear. because like failure. Just, yeah, failure. Yeah, failure. Yeah. Trying to be yourself. All right. So to begin, we mm-hmm. want to know a little more about you, mm-hmm. um, where you're from. Do you have any siblings? What do you do for fun? Just basic stuff.
1: So I like to think I'm a pretty fun person. Okay. i li- agree. I lie about my age. So I think that's a healthy <laughs> scale. Um, I absolutely I, I love a good joke. Uh, I think humor is an important part of life. I'm the oldest of six kids, and growing up, we lived in the country in rural Ohio. So I'm actually an OHIO Buckeye, and uh, love Ohio State. Sorry, all of you Virginia Tech fans. That's okay, yeah. And um, we didn't have TV growing up. I am a digital immigrant. Instead of a digital native like you all are, and so I had to learn how to use technology, and um, so we made up our own skits. We would sit around. We had this gigantic oak dinner table, and we would sit around it, um, making up skits and jokes as we grew up. And that was like one of my favorite favorite moments. Like when we get together, um, we just we try to make each other laugh, tell funny stories, and uh, my goal is to take my show on the road someday when I retire. Mm. Oh. That's interesting. <laughs> I do have um, two kids. I'm so blessed. Um, I have a 22-year-old daughter named Stephanie, and I have a 13-year-old son named Jake who goes to FMS. Huh. So, and I've been married for 25 years, even though I'm super young. So. Mm. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. That's cool.
1: And for fun, I told you, I like to have fun. So.
3: Um, Newton mentioned <clears throat> in the introduction that you're the favorite hallway dj yes so with that like what's your favorite music
1: um
3: but like I'm, not to play for everyone but like your personal taste
1: personal taste um i have a very eclectic um choice in music if you were to pull up my playlist you would wonder what um era i was born in and um it's like a gigantic puzzle piece so i love country music But most days I listen to Christian music. I really love inspiration. I also have been known to put on my classical jams, rock out to ACDC and Metallica. And um, I love a good hip hop song. You're all over the board. I am.
2: All right. So um, when you're growing up, do you have any sports teams, any sports you like Mm -hmm. overall?
1: Absolutely. I'm extremely competitive. And growing up, I ran track and did hurdles and had a nickname, Crash and Burn. My daughter was really good in track and went to Liberty University and started her freshman year as a 300-meter hurdler. Wow. Um, yeah, not me. That's awesome. Or Sorry, 400-meter hurdler. Um, high school is 300. And I played basketball, and I never left a foul behind. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's funny.
3: What was your first car? A uh,
1: 1982 Jeep Scrambler. And when my dad pulled in the driveway with it, I was like, that is not a Mustang. <laughs> It was a two seater and I had to right. haul four people to school in it. So that meant that somebody had to sit in the cup holders. Mm. <laughs> that was Wow. that was some time old, ago. Old like that car would be, safety. that would be frowned upon nowadays. Yeah. I think that still happens sometimes.
0: Yeah. So I wish we could look that up right now, but <laughs> so you guys could see.
1: It's like a mini Jeep pickup.
0: Yeah. It was super oh. fun.
1: Where did you go to school? I went to school at Laudeville High School in Ohio. And it was a pretty small. We had about a hundred kids in our graduating class, so pretty small class. Oh, yeah.
3: Um, where, oh, sorry. Where would you attend college?
1: following? I, I went to Mount Vernon Nazarene. Uh, it's now a university uh, for my undergrad, and um, I wanted to be a librarian, and or an elementary teacher. Uh, neither of those are true, and um, got my degree in special education went on for my master's in school counseling and then layered a lot of other things and I've done I've worn a lot of hats in my life but I figure they've all been part of the journey and a blessing to open doors and opportunities to where I'm at now but the consistent thread through everything has been working with persons with disabilities which is definitely my heart.
2: So now that you're in high school and an administrator what was your favorite memory when you were in high school?
1: Oh, I always loved the time um, leading up to homecoming. We would decorate floats and we'd have some silly get-togethers and pranks um, that we would kind of play on each other. Um, We used to have this barn that was above our high school and so we'd all kind of like sneak down in the middle of the night and uh, just to say we were on school grounds because we totally were not allowed there. And then you'd run away like, oh, I got away with that, they didn't see me. Um, But the shenanigans of, like, being together in high school and just enjoying the moments and, you know, the pep rallies and the bonfires and those things, those were lots of fun.
2: So um, how has our first normal year for Mm -hmm. high school been for the administrators?
1: I would say it keeps us busy. Um, I would say if you ask any administrator, their average amount of steps, it's probably between 10,000 to 15,000 steps a day. And then if it's a uh, football Friday, we're going on, on probably closer to twenty thousand. Uh, Mr. Martin and I are pretty competitive with who uh, walks more steps. Given that he's a pretty sedentary person, it's typically me.
0: What's the what's the average so far, like uh, for him and you?
1: Oh, I think he, like I said, he's a pretty sedentary person, so I tend to average about fifteen thousand steps a day. Oh my gosh! Yeah, wow.
0: We can hear the cart coming down the hallway. So we can. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, the cart idea, there is this uh, skateboarding principal that I watched a couple years ago and I liked his idea of like being present and visible and so that's why I started doing things off of a cart because I can talk to people wherever I'm at and then also um, as you all notice I'm probably never in my office even though I have a beautiful office and I absolutely love it um, because I try to be out and about. I want students to know who I am and I want, I want to know who they are, so. All
3: right. So what are some initiatives that you're excited about this year?
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about the approach of our staff to support every child every day through our student supports program and services that are offered here at JF. After the pandemic, um, we feel like there were some pretty traumatic experiences that we all went through that we could, are very relatable. So we have adopted um, a trauma-sensitive response with how we're trying to set up classrooms and how counseling services are set up. But then also the county really um, did a great thing in supporting us with some IDS staff, and that stands for Intervention Design Specialist. We have an in-house academic support program that's part of that, as well as a behavior modification center. So there's a layer of services um, and a continuum of supports for students that have mental health needs and also um, need to learn um, choices and to know what structures and resources are available. Um, Mainly I would say that we help students navigate anxiety, which can be pretty crippling, especially in such a large school. So we've kind of taken a big school and made it smaller and uh, linked arms um, between teachers, learning coaches, school counselors, and administration and our IDS staff.
3: So what brought you to this area and, like, what are some other jobs that you've had that have led up to where you are now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started teaching as, it was called an intervention specialist, but special education teacher at the high school level um, in 2000. And then um, stayed in a position, I switched schools, but I stayed in a position of um, special education type teacher um, until 2009. And I had earned my degree in counseling and then I had a background in special education. So I went um, into a coordinator role and got an alternative um, administrative specialist license. So I was a testing coordinator. I was a school counselor, and I served grades K to 8 in a small district. We had about 1,200 students in the entire district in one building. And I also um, ended up advancing into the role of special education director, kept the role of testing coordinator, oversaw all of the Student support services, included school counseling. I won't bore you guys. Some of the stuff is boring. Um, <laughs> did Title IX. And um, I learned so much by wearing so many hats. And that's pretty typical in a smaller district. You tend to um, learn a lot of things doing that. Led some pilots where we tried to improve services to students with disabilities in their rest- restrictive environment. And one of the things that I've noticed is... Um, you have you can't just put students in an environment and expect them to be successful you've got to build some layers there you got to build a culture of acceptance and then equip your teachers with the skills that they need and so that's what we worked on and that's one of the things I'm pretty proud about um, and I was nominated for an award with some of my efforts with that and on a regional level I didn't get it I was nominated that doesn't go on a shelf but um, it felt good to be part of that process And to know that if I could advocate for change, that it would happen. And I was really inspired by a speaker. Um, Her name is Dr. Elise Furture, and she talked about comprehensive integrated systems of support that are systems based on need, not labels. And so the staff will hear me refer often to kids who have suitcases, not the suitcases the kid. So I don't want kids to wear a label on their T-shirt just because they're different or have a disability. Instead, I want them to just be a student and experience high school and know that they have things in their suitcase, which is, could be a mental health disorder, um, it could be you know temporary life situations, trauma, uh, could be a learning disability, but that suitcase doesn't define them. It just is the adversity that they take on and try to overcome while they're still being a student. So um, and you asked me what brought me to this area, it is um, definitely faith and family. And I am a person who I'm very routine. I had lived in the same area for my entire life, and I was never going to change, and then life hit. And um, I'm so glad I came. It, is, it was Bedford or bus for me um, back in July of 2019, and I'm so blessed to have ended up here at JF, and I just feel like this is such a blessing and um, it fits my personality really well, and I hope to be here for a long time.
3: Awesome.
0: Mm. I feel like you would have been the liveliest librarian ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So funny story. When I first started driving, I loved to read Nancy Drew. So I tried to make sure that my car was always packed like Nancy Drew. That I would be like prepared for any emergency, bathing suit, you know, heist, Mm. mountain climbing, whatever it was. So I used to pack stuff. I'm I'm kind of a prepper with that stuff. That's how I am.
0: What? I mean, I I don't know. I have to ask now. So what what? Are you prepared for um, what do you need for a heist?
1: <laughs> I mean, if somebody tried that, okay. and then I would have to intervene. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so like you don't probably wanna... probably okay. road flares. Yeah, um, maybe a crowbar. You know, if I had okay. to break open that creaky door to let somebody out, that yeah. type of thing.
0: That's hilarious. That's, awesome. That's cool. <laughs> so, do you still do that? Are you still prepared for a heist? Um, I guess? So
1: I'm usually just prepared for weather now. Yeah. So and. I have water and blankets in my car. Yeah. It's not as exciting.
0: It's more than I have, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, when it comes winter time, you should all have stuff for that anyways, yeah. so.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. All right. If you could teach one thing to every J.F. student, what would it be?
1: Absolutely. Um, make a difference. Don't worry about making a living. Um, there have been positions in my life where I've made a lot more money, but it always comes at a toll. And if you're not doing what you love, and pouring into others, um, it's not as rewarding. And I also would give the advice: it's not where you start that you'll be judged on; it's where you finish. And um, the other thing is, I know I've got a lot of it. I'm long-winded.
0: Keep going. Yeah. Okay.
1: There may not be hope in every moment, but there is hope in every day. And I feel like sometimes, um, as high school youth, you all get um, very focused on the moments where you don't succeed or the moments that don't feel good. And I can look back as an adult and know that what anchored me beyond those moments is looking beyond that moment because the sun is always going to come up tomorrow. And um, just try to find your joy beyond that moment and it will help pull you through.
2: I I fullheartedly agree with that. You got to bring positive out of the negative. Right. Sometimes the negative can bring the best out of you. Yes. So.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, do you guys have? Any other questions or anything else? Um, for her? I don't think so. Not the main ones.
1: She covered it all. Yeah.
0: That's good. Do you have anything else you want to say, Ms. Klein, before we move on to some of the other fun stuff?
1: Um, I don't. Just enjoy the year at J F and um realize admin are on your side. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I knew so again, when these questions came in, mm-hmm. I knew like that that question came up and I knew that was gonna be a really good one for mm-hmm. you. So I was I was pretty excited. You know, it's amazing like what some of the students want to know and ask. Obviously, some of them are ridiculously silly, mm-hmm. uh, but then some are like, what would you, what do you want to tell us? You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we're going to play a little either or. Okay. Um, and you can flip this over now if you want to. Okay. Um, and it's pretty random, but it's a lot of fun. And so I'm going to give you two options, and you have to pick one of them. Okay. And then they have some for you too. So pretty easy ones. All right. Okay. Hammer turkey. Cheese. What? <laughs> Whoa! Oh. I was so not neither. That. Well, I need
1: not protein. on a regular basis. I know we should, but I'm all about the cheese.
0: So are you actually from Wisconsin?
1: No, oh. <laughs> Holmes County, Ohio, which is like second cheese capital of the world.
0: Oh, okay. what type of
1: cheese? Any kind of cheese. Like really? I, yeah, I love cheese. Not blue cheese though. I don't but like yeah. blue cheese either. Yeah.
0: So do you like? Um, charcuterie boards then
3: love them those things are so good
1: yeah
0: I agree alright well that I wasn't ready for that so thin mints <laughs> yes. or caramel delights
1: oh definitely thin mints and from the freezer
0: okay that's
1: what
2: Wilson said. yeah that's what Wilson yeah. said yeah hmm.
0: Star Wars or Marvel
1: Marvel all the way okay
3: alright plain or barbecue chips
1: ew plain <laughs> with dip
3: <laughs> math or science um science English or history? History every day. Cake or pie? Pie. Oh, What's your favorite type of pie?
1: Um, brown bag apple pie, and I make a mean one.
3: I'll have to try that. Yeah. That sounds good. Chevy or Ford?
1: Chevy. Dogs or cats? Dogs. All right. Especially uh, ones with lots of personality.
2: Oh, those are interesting. All right. Hot dogs or hamburgers?
1: Hamburgers. With cheese. <laughs>
2: Chicken or beef?
1: Um chicken with cheese.
2: <laughs> Pancakes or waffles?
1: Waffles with blueberries.
2: Uh dill pickles or bread and butter pickles.
1: Bread and butter pickles. Oh.
2: I agree. Hmm. I don't think I've ever had bread and butter pickles. I'm not
0: sure what that is. They're like so dill. good. It's more like homemade pickles to me. Personally.
1: There's just a lot of sugar.
0: Makes sense. That explains okay. it. Dr. Pepper or Coke?
1: Coke Zero. Hmm
0: jf or another school
1: jf every day oh,
0: yeah. yeah good answer yeah we have to give the easy one at the end so yeah. well that's all we have for you i think and for today unless you guys have anything else cool all right so you can follow the happenings of jefferson forest on instagram at we are jf and on twitter at jfhs sports um, whether you're listening to us on spotify or apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a follow there we appreciate you joining us and we'll see you on the next episode